I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker for his favorite episode of the year. And with us mm-hmm. as well, Harold Rosengarten, Jared Jerome. We have a whole army of Jets fans here. And I'll tee you guys off. My opening question is, I just don't understand why are Jets fans optimistic about this shitty team? You have a terrible offense. What the hell? You have the worst defense in the NFL. Yay, worst defense in the NFL. This guy's an idiot. Hooray. You know why you got an A? Because you had three first round picks. It doesn't mean they're going to be any good. Like we've discussed this before. Like the track record of taking a quarterback in the top five, it has never worked ever before. Never. Boy, the guy's coming out even, firing. Yeah. I, I don't I even think so. they I, need I hope They so. don't even need good. the first round All picks right. to be good. Okay. I'll sit back. Tell me, tell, <laughs> tell, tell me why the Jets are so good. All right. Keith, you run the show. Keith, you. I mean, first of all, they were a very bad team. They are objectively much better at almost every position. They have they have they had no NFL depth last year Were no NFL players, essentially, at the entire linebacker position at tight end. Um, they you know, they lost their their top pass rusher in training camp and they had, uh, you know, XFL level safeties and CFL level corners. They've right. improved widely on all those things, even if you don't even if every rookie is declared out for the year. They've they're they're still much deeper than last year, so it's not just about well, not just well, about the but you would agree none of this matters if Zach Wilson is, is a bust. Well, right? hold on, let's not let's not get there yet. So let's let's okay. take it step by step, right? So mm-hmm. you're obviously right about Zach. That's the ultimate point, right? So I think I, just to j- piggyback a little bit on what Keith was saying. First of all, you're kind of making a straw man here. I don't know who all these Jet fans that think they're going to be great. Where I was literally just talking with Harold while we were waiting for you, and we were saying like, here we, what are we? Let's talk Mets. What are we going to do? Talk another four and thirteen Jet season. So we don't all think that they're going to be awesome. Okay, that's good because I feel like all the Jets fans in my life are like, you know, Akiva and Rob were talking on 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 Renap a few weeks, a few months ago, a few weeks ago. They're talking about some old episode from two years before. And they mentioned the Jets and the Jets were so bad, and then they both agreed. But now they're in such a better place. I'm like. You won six games in the last two years since then. How are you in a better place? They they are in a better Honestly, they are in a better place. Now, it's not hard to be in a better place from, yes, winning six games over two years. But as Akiva said, they're better at almost every position this year. That's just the fact. Now, are they going to contend for a playoff spot? In the AFC, I don't think so. If they were the NFC, maybe we would be, t- we would be talking about a playoff spot. But as Akiva said... <laughs> Darren just said, who are these people are so high? And Harold's like, this team should be in the playoffs if they're in the NFC. Uh, Well, I mean, there's 22 teams. To be fair, fair, Harold's always the most optimistic of the bunch. So let me ask you, Harold, what is your confidence rating in Zach Wilson? Because last year, Kiva told me Zach Zach Wilson was sucked and had no hope. Okay, so this is what I'll say about Zach Wilson. The whole season really depends on him. Don't leave him near your friend's wives. If if he sucks, the Jets are in trouble for this season, but... I'll well, say, no, for us, it's wives. I mean, this is the, we're, sure, yeah, 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 we're, yeah, we're, yes. we're married. Don't let, him, yes, don't let him near your wives. Correct. Right. right. Uh, if he sucks, then, yeah, the Jets are going to be bad this year, probably. But at the same time, that will probably lead to them getting a quarterback the next year because they'll have a high draft. Pick again. Ah, so that's a good question. So, like, how long do you give Wilson? Because usually when you take a quarterback at the top of the first round, you, you give him every chance to succeed. And if he sucks, Alex is taking this thing off the rate. You're taking this off the tracks before we even got started. Okay. We're already well, looking on. for Harold, Harold, Harold just said we haven't even played next we've, we've seen this three times. I think we've seen the answer to this question three times in the last decade plus, which is, you know, by year two, I think, you know, we saw with Sanchez. We saw with Geno Smith. We saw with Sam Darnold. Yeah. I, we, we, what we've the done Giants now, still haven't figured out with Daniel row. Jones. 
Yes. What we've done three times it in a row. It sets you back for half a decade. Yeah. Is is talk ourselves into, oh, the last three games, which I did on this podcast a couple yes. years ago, like, <laughs> darn of the last three games, best quarterback in the league. Yeah. Like, and Wilson did have five straight games with no interceptions last year. Like, you can do the same thing if you cherry pick stats. I, I we, we knew with Darnold, I think, in some ways, Darnold showed less signs than even Sanchez and Gino, who had like a, a few cool comebacks. And obviously, I mean, Sanchez literally you told me Darnold was the best quarterback in December like three years ago. So, don't... Well, you know, yeah, he was. He was statistically, but he, was. But but he la- never showed last year, again. Last year, the Jets had games with Joe Flacco at quarterback, Josh Johnson mm-hmm. at quarterback. Mike White, a quarterback who no one had ever heard of. Yeah. N- none of those guys should even be in the NFL right now. All of them played better than Zach Wilson with the same roster. Yeah, and, and the truth is a lot of the beat guys say Flacco sort of looks better than, than Wilson. Yeah, I've been reading that. The, so far in training camp, Flacco looks But that's better. just because Flacco is elite. He's, he's still a superstar. Let, let me go for a few minutes here because I, yeah. I, I agree. I, the, the, the Zach Wilson stuff is obviously the key to the whole thing, but I think if we just focus on that, we're not going to talk about anything else, right? So – before I before for the Jets, have, we can go past the bomb. Right. Well, I have an opinion on. Let's really, Alex. Let's release a uh, like a patron X because someone asked yeah. for that. Yeah. Like a patron bonus uh, Jets episode. So let me just start with last year's team to this year's team. Okay. So first of all, right off the bat, last year's team that stunk, absolutely stunk, and we expected it to stink, right? But last before a, get, a snap was made in the regular season, they lost arguably their two most important players for the entire season. They lost their starting left tackle, Mackay Becton, for the entire season, and we left the guy who was busting, lost the guy who was busting his ass all pre, all pre all uh, training camp in Carl Lawson, the guy they got to be their pass rusher. Also, so they lost the arguably, and obviously, like all teams have injuries, and I understand that. And they had plenty of other injuries to speak of, no question about it. But they literally lost the two most important guys in the team last year before they snapped the ball. So, on that alone, they would have been a you know, what does that mean? What have they been a playoff team? Of course not, but they would have been a much more competitive team with those two, you know, interior, st- interior stalwarts there. So, how confident again, are you in Mackay Becton this year? Not confident, not okay. confident. No, I, I, I mean, Mackay Becton is, is I think, I mean, they're talking about about signing Dwayne Brown from the Texans to, you know, has been a starter his whole career, like Becton. And, and they had Morgan Moses, who's who's starting for the Ravens last year. This year, as, a, as like, you basically need a third starting tackle if you have Becton. Listen, point. I think they have a pretty good, you know, again, barring crazy injuries and stuff like that, which is always the case. I think their line is pretty solid, right? I mean, they have like a solid center. They have a, a first round draft pick uh, guard who was very solid last year in, in, uh, in Vera Tucker. They have Mackay Becton coming back. Now they've moved him to right tackle. They have, and the reason for that is because George Fant sort of came out of nowhere last year and was very solid. Again, not great, but solid left tackle. And they just brought in a pro bowler and Lakin Tomlinson to play left guard. So they have a very solid uh, uh, line right off the bat, right? And I mean, here's the thing. Here's my take on like on the NFL in general, right? So it's like, especially as the as it pertains to the Jets, I don't expect any non-Jets fan to be high on this team at all. Why? Obviously, because they've been, they've sucked for a hundred years, and and because and because they don't have a lot. And but more more to the point, more to the re, to realistically, what's to happen in the future? They don't have proven star players or even proven good players on the roster. Now you made fun of the draft and everything like that, but the draft is a big part in football. You know what I mean? In baseball, you have a good draft. It doesn't make a difference for many years, maybe never. In football, if you do have four first round picks, or if you have a draft where you pick the best cornerback, possibly the one of the top two or three pass rushers, arguably the best wide receiver, and arguably the best running back, all in the same draft, that could have a major impact on your yes, team. If every single guy you took is the best guy, yes. Yes. Well, but they, I will say, you know who that's true for? Every team in the league. No, no, no. But, but no, historically, no. historically, when the Jets have had multiple first round picks, it works out well for them. Well, that's honestly. not rel- that's to be fair, that's not relevant either. It's not, re- it's not relevant, but it's not some pie in the sky for Jets fans because you could think back to 2000 when they drafted Sean Ellis, they drafted John Abraham, they drafted Chad Sad Anthony, Anthony, the same, Anthony and, the same, and Anthony right. back in the same draft, and that set them up for the years going, set them up, and I should say, set them up for the Jets. That means they were okay for a couple of years, and then you had a few years later, they had. Uh, Mangold and Ferguson in the same draft, and that set up their uh, that set up their two year AFC Championship game run. So it's not something that Jets fans are unfamiliar with building through the draft and actually getting proven players through the draft and them contributing quickly. So that's why I think your your question about why are Jets fans so excited? Right. Like I right. said, I think you're you're overestimating what Jets fans feel about this season, but I do think there is uh, 
realistic expectations for three first round guys that all the draft guys are very high on and seem to have been doing pretty well in the preseason for what that's worth. Right. And Alex, to your point about, of course, if every team gets the best position, you know, the draft, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying going into the draft, each of four of those four guys was viewed as top two or three in the class at his position. So I'm not saying if all the guys the Jets pick become the best rookie of their position, obviously that's absurd, but I'm saying they are considered to be the top two or three guys at their position. Right. So that's the point I'm making. It doesn't mean I'm, and by the way, I don't expect them all to be that. I absolutely don't expect that to be the case. I'm just saying that's so that's a, to the point I was making. So that's why I don't expect you or an other outside fans or even very realistic Jets fans or, or non-optimistic Jets fans to be high on the team. But that's why there is a lot of variability with what could happen with the Jets, because not only them, but last year's draft class, that also has some diamonds in the rough, like, like, um, I can't even name them. Oh, right? yeah, Vera Tucker. Like, You're well, Vera right Tucker's there. one. And yeah. obviously what's his name? The receiver. I'm one of my favorite guy. Elijah, Elijah Moore. Moore. And Elijah Moore. Yeah. Right. Well, I just, I just forgot names for a second. But yeah, like they have a lot of guys who haven't proven to be stars yet. And I'm not saying they're going to be stars, but they have potential to be real players. If you talked about this team three or four years ago, we wouldn't have even said that. Yes, I know famously I was high on Darnold too much, but nobody else. Nobody was sitting here saying, oh, they got this great offensive lineman. They have this great uh, guy in the secondary. Oh, they have a great linebacker. We weren't saying stuff like that. And we're not saying it now, but now at least there's potential for that to be the case. So if a Jets fan is hopeful I don't think it's insane. That's what I'm saying this year. That's why this year is different. Should you pick them to win eight or nine games? No. Should should their Vegas line be that? Absolutely not. Should a, uh, a, a Carolina Panthers fan or a Vikings fan think they're going to be good or be scared of them? Or should someone in their division, like the Bills, you know, Dolphins or uh, Patriots fan be scared of them? They should be laughing at them. I totally understand that. But if you're being realistic about the the after the quarterback, the rest, as Kivoy says, what do you say, the other 52 guys, whatever you say. Two to 53. Yeah. Right. Two to 53. I don't expect any regular fan or non-Jets fan to be scared of that unit. But I do think there is legitimate upside. So now we get to the real question, and that's Zach Wilson. And I think Keeve alluded to it already. Uh, this is where I'm very nervous. And it's not because we were screwed by Sanchez. It's not because we were screwed by Gino. It's not because we were screwed by Darnold. Maybe it's partially those things. They've messed me up a little bit, I admit. No, it's because he wasn't good last year. Right. I mean, and for him to become a competent quarterback from the way where he was last year is, is, is a big jump. And, you know, the only people who make that, the only person who's recently made that jump is Josh Allen. And that is a huge anomaly. So if he pulls a Josh Allen, I think the Jets will be in very good shape. I think if any team got Josh Allen, they would be in very good shape. That's not yeah. likely. Jared now, the Goff, question is how much of a Jared jump Jared Goff made a jump in year two also, but he had Sean McVay. So right, a right. Well, I, right. Think that, I, I mean, if you, wanted, uh, if you wanted to imagine the Wilson-level uh, jump, I, you can say, remember, he was very raw. He, he had played, you know, a, a, a half of a COVID season against non-elite competition because they weren't in a conference. He spent the offseason uh, practicing with veterans. <laughs> yeah, I think listen, they have they have legitimate they have a legitimate league average receiving room. Hold they on, have, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend this. He's gonna kill you on that, Keith. Talk about the receiving room. No, you no, I'm killing him in the opposite direction. Every year Akiva, this they the Jets have trash receivers, and Akiva's like, we don't even we have too many good receivers. I actually think this is a, I really like these receivers. Corey Davis, oh wow I love that signing. I, I I always said it was a much better signing than you know the the Giants chasing a bigger fantasy name. Um and you know, Garrett Wilson, we don't know. He's a rookie who we have no idea, but you know, he could be good. And Elijah Moore Wilson has uh, Wilson hasn't really shined. I, and again, we're not watching, but just coming from the 15 beat writers the Jets have. But I think there's a better than 50% chance that either Moore or Wilson yes. becomes a, a good Steve, receiver. Tell him about Moore a little bit more. T well, tell Moore, him yeah, Moore, I think already is a good receiver. I think Moore, if you look at the last seven games he played before he got hurt. Uh, okay, well, know, then if Moore and Davis are good and Wilson's a rookie and Braxton Barris is yeah. not terrible, I mean, you already have. I yeah, yeah, no, this is 100%. And by the way, two legitimate, two legitimate tight yeah. end. Two legitimate, have, no, like, and, okay. and more than that, Tyler Conklin is not a legit, whatever. Well, but more than I mean, that, he's, he's, better, he's running, better than anybody they've by had just the last standards, years correct. Now. Yes, that's yeah. true. I, I also think their running backs this year can be very good. Uh, I think uh, Michael Carter last year was pretty good. And, yeah, as a rookie. I, and everyone seems to, seems to be very high. On Brees Hall, people are talking mm -hmm. about him as you know offensive rookie of the year. I, I think that's probably a little crazy, but supposedly even from what I've been reading about from the beat writers, he looks very good. He's a big, he's big and he's fast, and and he can catch the ball in the backfield. Uh, and he's 
considered the best running back in the class last year. Right. What that means, I don't know, but people seem to be excited about him. Well, okay. Harold, it, Harold it, I don't think it's crazy to say that he could be the offensive rookie of the year because there's no quarterbacks who are going to be starters this year, right? Receivers often get off to slower starts, and running backs often have their best year of their career as, as a rookie or a second-year player. So I actually don't think it's crazy to say that, and he is one of the top you know, running backs in the class. So is he for sure going to have 1200 yards? No, but I mean, and this is going to be a run heavy offense. You know, they have their, 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 um, their zone run scheme. We, he said, we have a pretty good offensive line, especially a run blocking line. He's going to be their bell, bell cow guy. They have a uh, Michael Carter, like you said, as like a little or more June, uh, you know, jitterbug kind of guy who like was basically, I think one of the best in the NFL last year at yards after a uh, contact as a little guy. So I agree. So they, so yeah, that's the point I was making in the beginning of this. They have, a lot of potential talent at really at really young guys, you know, across the board. I mean, you know, people are going crazy about um about the the cornerback they picked um and they sauce. about Sauce Gardner. People are you know DJ Reed is a solid cornerback on the other side. You know, uh, Hall Bryce Hall, not Brees Hall, but Bryce Hall, the cornerback that they picked uh, two years ago, is also like a pretty solid cornerback. He was their best cornerback last year. It's not saying much, but he did start, you know, 16 games last year or 17 games last year. And he's a third guy and he's not even the slot guy. So yeah. they have a lot yeah, of talent. And, Mike, and the other Michael Carter can play a little bit too. Right. I he think overall you'll see when the team, when they have to pick right now, they they're lucky. They don't really have any major injuries. The, when the team has to pair down to 53, normally the jets are vultures looking through the other Team, you know, right. the other teams from right. 48 to 53 right. this year, especially on the defensive line where they have 12 or 13 guys who are unquestionably NFL uh, roster guys they're <laughs> you know, they're going to cut, I think, multiple people who, you know, might, you know, either teams are going to be trying to. Well, they should be trying to aggressively trade now, then, shouldn't they? Well, I don't I mean, we're not talking about superstars. I'm just saying they yeah, have but, a lot of. But you could trade a guy for a fifth round pick if he's. Oh, I think they so. will. I think they yeah, probably right. will. I mean, with the, that's the a Joe Douglas kind of move. That's a Joe Douglas. Yeah. I listen, we gave your stupid team. Uh. Uh, uh, Chris, Chris Erndon, Erndon. <laughs> yeah. guy, guy, they wouldn't even let him on the field. Yeah, that's right. We got guy. Michael Clemens, another pass rusher. They're lo- again, we don't know how good the pass rushers are going to be, but they're loaded with potential decent pass rushers. Well, hold on, let's stay on the offense first before we get to defense, because it sounds like we're saying this team has an average to possibly, arguably above average offensive line and wide receivers and running backs. Yes. What it sounds like to me is Zach Wilson is running out of excuses. I totally agree with yeah, that. Yeah, of course. I mean, well, there are no, yeah. Okay, here's so then, then, then here's the big question, because Harold made a reference to this earlier, and then Akiva sort of started saying, like, like, what are the odds that the, that the Jets would give up on Zach Wilson after two years and go back to the drawing board? Because, and by the way, I think the Arizona Cardinals, now Josh Rosen gave no hope, but, like, the Arizona Cardinals did something very unique, and they deserve a lot of credit for it, that they took Josh Rosen with the number 10 pick, and then the next year they traded yeah. up to Now, we don't know what they saw. We don't know what they saw. Like, he could have been just horrible behind the scenes. But well, the Jets, like, if Mark yeah, Sanchez if the had Jets, four years. Gino if, had multiple years, and they didn't give up on him. Like, backups, they signed veteran backups who were supposed to be backups who just had to play because he was so bad. Darnold, they went through three years. So, like, giving up with Wilson after two years would be I think I think the answer is because the third year for a coach is such a critical year. I think Salah, if he thinks he has nothing with Wilson, might see himself buying a little bit of time by making the change. I think Joe Douglas is. is But the whole front office would have to be in on that also. Yeah, of course. Joe Douglas is pretty firmly entrenched as as general manager. And I don't think even if they went 0-17, he'd necessarily get fired. So I I think it's a good question. I, I think we're smarter now than maybe we were eight, 10 years ago. They if he shows if he puts up if he throws more interceptions than than touchdowns again this year, uh, you know, we have to look at it on paper, but uh, on film, but like there's there's a reasonable chance that I think everyone in the Jets universe will be out on him. And then and then what? And and if he does that, you'd have to assume they have a top 10 pick again. Right. So exactly. And and honestly, it depends where their pick is. If, if they're in the top five, for example, and there are two legitimate uh, there are two legitimate prospects in the top five for now. It's obviously before the college football season, so who knows what will happen. But right now, everyone talks about the Ohio State quarterback, I think, what, Stroud, CJ Stroud. and the Alabama yep. quarterback, Bryce Young. Yep. So if they're available and Zach, Young is, uh, Zach Wilson is bad, then I can see the Jets. I think Joe Douglas has, has shown a little bit of ruthlessness, uh, and I think he would get rid of Wilson if he thought that he that was what was missing. And if – if, you know, like you said, it seems like the offense could be good. There are a lot, as Jared has mentioned, there's a lot of potential. That doesn't mean it will pan out. But if it looks like Zach Wilson isn't the guy, I wouldn't be shocked to see them cut bait on him. 
it might not be have been a good use of the second pick a few years ago, but maybe that's the new wave of the future, like the Cardinals did, and maybe that's a way to build your team now. Well, I, I don't yeah, know. I mentioned the Cardinals did so unique. Look, the Texans and um, the, te- the Texans and the Falcons have over unders of four and a half, and then the Jets are next, tied with Seattle with the the third lowest at five and a half. So at least according to the world at large in Vegas, the Jets are going to have a top five pick next year. Yeah. Well, I think, I the, the, I think so, so, and you think ESPN if they do, FBI then has them as the number one pick. Yeah. So, but but you think if they do, that means they almost certainly have to get a quarterback again. I think because yeah, why would they be bad? The nightmare scenario is like they're sort of bad. The, well, again, gets the nightmare scenario. Four, look also. at look across the street at Daniel Jones and the Giants. That's the nightmare scenario. They're going into year four with him. Can, they, can I give? Can I say what I think? And they're they still, do. and some of them, some of their fans are still trying to justify. Oh, but he's looked good here, and he's looked good there. You know, like here's what I would do. Here's what I here's what I think they're gonna do. Here's what I would do and also what I think they're going to do if Zach Wilson really struggles again this year and there's not some like really convenient excuse for it. I actually think they're going to go the free agent, like decent quarterback, uh, you know, veteran, decent like Jimmy G, something like that. Because if they show if they because if 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 and this is a big if, but if if it's showing that Joe Douglas is doing a good job in the draft at picking the a good uh, pass rusher and getting a good cornerback and getting a good receiver and building a line and building the infrastructure of well, a team. Hold on, hold on, Jared. This is quite a high, so you're creating a hypothetical not just that they have a top five pick, but that everything was great except for Zach Wilson. No, like, no, that's not, every, not the case. Probably not a lot every, of other guys did badly not, also. Not everything, not everything. But if it, generally speaking, things are not blowing up in their face, and they're having a, there's a lot of options out there on the team that could that could kind of jump out and be good, right? A lot of opportunities for guys to be good. Obviously I'm not saying everything's going to work out. That's never going to happen, but I'm saying if he does better than the 50, 50 proposition of guys, you expect to do well and guys, you don't expect to do well. If that, if that happens and he's building up an infrastructure of a team, but the quarterback is just not there. And it's a team that potentially could, you know, compete to be a 500 team or, 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 or potentially a playoff team similar to what happened with Fitzpatrick, okay, but, right? But, again, but, but Jared, you're creating a perfect hypothetical. No, if, I'm not. I, no, I'm not. No, if, I'm not. If a team wins is a top five pick three years in a row, you cannot say that better 50 than 50. Like they are a failure as a franchise period. And it's not like, yes, if everybody's great, except for the quarterback, then it's an easy decision. But the reality is that if they finish with the fifth pick, Everybody wasn't great. It wasn't better than 50-50 proposition. You don't, you can't argue that you have confidence in him. Maybe one of the rookies looked good. Maybe Sauce played four games and he gets injured. And then maybe Garrett Wilson's good. And who knows? But like, you're, if you win four to five games a year, you're not a success. And that's, I guess, what my opening point coming in was like, why are you guys excited? This team wins four games every year. Like, why is this going to be any different? Like, oh, this year we have like, so I, I don't think you can like divide it by Wilson versus everybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're right. So if they, you're right. So I wasn't thinking in terms of if they had a top five pick, you're right. If they had a top five pick, all the things didn't work out, obviously, because the team it can overcome a bad quarterback if it's so good, you know, in all the other positions and they'll maybe win seven games or something like that. And then they'll get a what about Mike LaFleur as the OC. Give me the one to 10 confidence ranking in him. All three. Of you. I, I'm pretty high. I would say. Yeah, seven. I, think, yeah seven. I think, I think I'm, a, even yeah, I'm like the, a seven. Even the Jets haters, I think, view him as like an above average, um, you know, offensive coordinator. I think they, there's much worse guys out there. I didn't even know Matt LaFleur's little brother played coordinator. <laughs> yeah, no. He's, I just want to say, before, before we finish on Zach Wilson, I just want to say I agree because I was very clear on my feelings for Donald. I want to be clear on them for Zach Wilson. Listen, there's a very common thing that all of us that listen to our, you know, podcasts on our own teams from, you know, the beat writers and, you know, giving, you know, giving, uh, you know, summaries of these practices and things like that. And they'll always say the same thing. It's just, I mean, maybe this is just Jets because they stink. I don't know, but they'll always say the same thing. It's like, it's just a, a practice. Don't look too much into it. Oh, he made a good play. He made a bad play for any player. Don't, oh, Sauce Gardner had a pick six, but oh, it's just practice. Don't make too much of it. Don't make too much of it. You know what? Don't make too much of it for Aaron Rodgers. Don't make too much of it for, uh, you know, Josh Allen. Don't even make too much of it for Derek Carr. But make too much of it for Zach Wilson. If these guys are looking at Jets practices, and if Zach Wilson was playing was much better than he was last year, and last year was an unmitigated disaster. Yes, Keeve is right. He got his – he sort of played more under control, more of a game manager in the last few games of the year. Didn't make as many mistakes. So that could be a sign to come. It could not be. We'll see. But he was had a bad year last year in spite of him being a rookie and all that stuff. So you know that with these Jets beat 
writers desperate for, 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 you know, stuff that people are going to click on and things like that. If there were signs of him really making a big change in year two, they would be all over it. They would be all about, oh my God, I'm seeing things I didn't see from before. He's making reads he didn't re make last year. You know, physical stuff has never been the question with him. It's always been about decision making. Now, always. He's only a, he was only a rookie, so I understand that. But that was the big thing with him last year, right? He's never a question about his physical gifts. Those are elite. They actually are elite. But it's his decision-making that's a huge problem, and that's what matters by far the most as an NFL quarterback. And, and the problem is these beat writers, these podcasters, they are not saying that, okay? In fact, as was alluded to earlier – Right. They are saying things like, oh, you know, like they, they kind of don't want to say it. But if you read between the lines, you can hear them say that Joe Flacco, even Coach Salas said so. Right. You guys hear, hear that, Harold and, and Keith? I, I, like, I heard Salas even made reference, like, you know, this Joe Flacco is pretty good. You know, like, oh, you could still sling it for a 37-year-old. Like, you're hearing things like that. That is a very bad sign, as far as I'm concerned. And you can look into it. When the guy stunk last year, and the learning curve should be very steep right now in year two. It shouldn't be like, oh, maybe he'll get a little better. If he gets a little better, he'll still be the 28th worst quarterback in the NFL this year, right? So you need him to get much better to get into the top half of the league even, which is unrealistic. But even if he did that, that would be a huge victory. And it's still possible. I'm not saying it's impossible. I haven't given up on it. But there have been no signs from one day, oh, he was good today. Oh, but he was bad today. He was good today, bad today. That's exactly what we heard last year. Same thing. And that's making me very, very nervous. So all the sunshine and rainbows I'm blowing out of my ass – about the rest of the team is all being brought right back down to earth with what I'm hearing about Zach Wilson. I, I think you're overreacting re to whatever tweets and whatever the reports are from training camp. I'm not saying yeah. you're wrong. It's early I, don't, I don't know. I, I think it's early August. You know, they have a preseason game this Friday night. Let's see what he does in the preseason game. And it, like I said, it's only a preseason game. But the thing about Zach Wilson that's that we've seen before uh, with, you know, with Darnold and, and Geno Smith to an extent uh, and to, with Sanchez to an extent mm -hmm. Like you said, he has the tools, and you know he makes some plays. There was a play uh, against the Titans last year yes. uh, that broken play. Uh, they threw a touchdown to Corey Davis. I think he like threw it off the back foot, sixty yards in the air, something crazy. Yeah, I well, we did like, this stuff with I Darnold. Sent like, videos to you guys about this play. Well, Running this stuff with Darnold, like Dan Orlovsky, uh, Darnold would be like eight for twenty-seven with four uh, ints at seventy-five yards, and Orlovsky <laughs> would be like, "Look at this." <laughs> and like show some incompletion where he like throws to a guy who's standing out of bounds. Like, but keys, let me ask like, you a question. This is the greatest throw I've ever the, the, seen. In the my the life. one difference, the one difference is though, what we saw last year that made him bad, honestly. And I haven't heard that he's improved this yet, to be perfectly honest. But exactly. the one thing that was obvious that was very frustrating last year was <laughs> he would have these like five yard easy passes that he couldn't mm -hmm. make. And, mm -hmm. and, they, and there was like yards and yards of open room in front of the receiver. And it was so frustrating. And it was like the type of thing where you saw it and you watched him play and you said, if you can make most of those easy passes that it looks like almost me or you can make, that he could be like a league average quarterback. And he wasn't making them. So if he could, and that's the type of thing that you hope and you think it could be improved over a course of a year. I don't know it could, but as watching him last year, that was the thing that really stuck out to me. And really, I guess, in a, in a sick way, gave me hope because it's the type of thing that I would think could be fixed easily if it's not fixed easily though that's obviously an issue yeah i told i totally agree with that that was frustrating last year it's like all the easy throws he just i think it was he missed a lot of them my read on it is that he always wanted to make the more difficult play and it was almost like he was making those short little dump off throws in spite of himself and i wonder if that had an effect on his in other words his heart wasn't in them you know it's making an excuse it's me reading into it like i always do but I, that was my kind of take on it. like obviously we know he can make those plays right we know he can throw the ball literally eight yards to a wide open running back coming out of the backfield we know he can hit a little tight end seven yards out in the flat we know he can make those plays that's not a question the question is why wasn't he making them it's obviously somewhat mental and my reading is was he always wants to throw a dart between the zone 27 yards downfield or throw the bomb or something like that and I think at the end of the year he got better at that because they really ingrained in him make the simple read make the simple throw make the simple play and when he started doing that he made much fewer mistakes he didn't make as many splash plays but whatever he exchanged it a la like a Mac Jones to make sort of the easier play you know what I mean so I think that but Akiv I want to ask you and both of you guys because, Keith, you brought up, like, oh, we said the same things about Darnold. Who do you think, and I have a very clear opinion about this, but I want to ask you guys, who do you think had more has more physical ability, Zach Wilson or Sam Darnold? I think Zach Wilson has more physical ability. I think he has a much better arm than Darnold ever had. And I think he 
he's more athletic in terms of escapability, things like that. In my, from what I've seen over the over the year, I, I think. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, I don't think it's close. And I was a big Donald fan. I mean, this guy has freak ability. But like, Donald's the Don- 40th best quarterback. Like you being better than Donald. Again, we have. No, that's like, not my point. I'm just saying. I think he means of, coming in as a rookie. Right. I I'm saying from our perspective as fans of the team, you're saying like we saw this with Donald and we said he made a good play and blah blah blah. Like every quarterback other than Nathan Peterman can make a good play. You know what I mean? Like that <laughs> in, in their bag of tricks, right? But like. Wilson, and this is, does not mean he's going to be a good quarterback at all, but he can make a Mahomes play. Like he has that level of, he has that ceiling. It's a, it's a two percentile, it's a two percent that'll reach that outcome. Don't get me wrong, but he has, before everyone starts laughing at me, but he has those physical tools. Oh, in can him. we do a draft again, Wilson? Like you guys say, which quarterback you'd rather have? Because that was great. Let's get this guy. No, I think I'm being, fa- this. I'm being fair about this, okay? <laughs> the, the play that Harold was talking about. Jared, you were not on that, right? I think that was Av and Harold. In, in the no, it was, it, it was me. I was, was definitely there. there. I was definitely there. You, were, I, oh, I won, you guys were all there. Amazing. Okay. I was all in on Darnold. I admit okay. that. I was, I was wrong. I've made fun I, of plenty is, of that. As an outsider, I think Darnold, I was higher on Darnold than Wilson, but I did think that Darnold had a much lower floor. I thought Darnold would be like Andy Dalton. I thought he's going to be a starting, like an average NFL starting quarterback. I think we probably thought that too. I agree with that. And Wilson, Wilson, I thought there was a chance to be off the team in two or three years, but I did think that he had more like superstar potential. Yes. I I totally agree. I I still think there's a chance he's not in the league in a few years. I I think so too. I think fans have to realize. He's a very low floor, very high ceiling guy. The thing thing Jets fans have to realize, which... As now, Met fans, we understand. It's like, when you're really good, you're playing a different sport than the teams that aren't that good. Alex, one day as a Twins fan, hopefully you'll, you'll understand this. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are worrying about plays at the plate or whatever's going on. It's adorable that Alex thought like, uh, I know this aired probably this is like a week later, but people cared about the, the Twins game. I didn't see one tweet. Um, it's, it, it was at the top of every, the athletics baseball page. Every the top of the every ESPN national baseball page. I had, to, I had to look for it. I had to look for it. I found every it, national, wrong, every Alex. single national football writer was like unless tweeting it's, about unless the Mets. Unless mine is catered to me, I don't know. Every every single every single national sports personality yeah. was tweeting about the Mets. So yes. the point is, the Jets are are not even like in the league that the Twins are in, like chasing the good teams in baseball, like. The Jets are we're just trying to get into the league that has the Colts and the Titans and the media and the Vikings and the mediocre teams. Wilson could get much better. Like Carson went through 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions, uh, completed 62 and a half percent of his passes and got thrown out of town like they they, you know, truly like could don't couldn't get him out of there fast enough. Wait, wait, that was those were his numbers last year. Last yeah, year. His numbers yeah, were very good. Okay. Also, yeah. He had an elite so offensive weird. line. Like he had a yeah. very, very strong. He had the, we the, the would, best running back in the league. Yeah. No, the advanced numbers hated hated his numbers too. Yeah. But the the but you guys had if, those things also. I mean, you, if, guys, yeah. you guys don't have if that Wilson kind of had a twenty seven and line, seven. You have a good system. If twenty if Wilson had twenty seven and seven this year, there would be a parade and had an absolute completion percentage because that would be seven points higher than he did last year, which again, fifty five percent. That's Mark Sanchez in his rookie year. That's like, I mean, that that's not something you can have at even in a rookie season in the NFL in 2022. So uh, we're we're just striving for we're not even striving for mediocrity. We're just trying to be like in the conversation. Right, and well, well, that's the jump he needs to even be there. OK, so we're at the 32 minute mark, but we're not going to bomb because it's the Jets. And so we're going to go much longer. We're going to play the quarterback game with Zach Wilson that we did with Sam Darnold a couple of years ago, and here's some hilarity there. Uh, but then this podcast is going to end eventually. We're going to have a bomb uh, at a well, just short of the hour mark, I would say. But we kept going longer with Keeve and Harold and Jared. We talked about the Mets. We talked about minor league baseball. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know if you remember what we talked about. We talked about a lot um, that will drop when bomb drops at the hour mark in this episode, the episode's over. But if you subscribe to the patron podcast, you can get the jumbo size version of this podcast, plus a whole bunch of other fun stuff. And we have one extra patron episode per week usually. So just go to patreon.com slash 32 fans to join us there. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We need to do this because we did it a few years ago with Darnold and it was it was it was great podcasting, especially okay. as, as it aged. So we're going to go through every team starting quarterback. You're going to would you rather have your guy or Zach Wilson or that team's guy? OK, OK, Trading straight up, taking age, contract, everything into, into context. OK, OK. Yeah. All right. We're not even going to waste our time with Josh Allen. What about okay. Tua? Would you rather have Tua or Zach Wilson? Oh, it's good. It's a good question. That's a great question. I mean, I what think is Tua. Tua? What, I think I'd rather I, have Tua. I think Tua maybe, but. I, I'm not like convinced. Like, what has Tua shown you, really, Jared? I'm Tua. a risk. I'm a risk guy. Uh, definitely Zach Wilson with the upside because okay. Tua's not no, taking you anywhere I, anyway. I might as well take my chances on a high upside. I don't know if that's true. Tua could win 12 games this year with yeah, that. And, as, as, as and not even be that fan, As attempting to be the objective one here, I think it's clearly Tua. But um, all right, what about Mac Jones? So Mac Jones, I'm very I, I, Zach Wilson for sure. I think Zach Jones, Zach wow. Mac Jones. Is a game. I think Alex is getting what he wants here. (laughs) He's gonna get what he wants. Don't even say Burrow's name. Hold on. I will say, like the Mac Um, Jones reports out of camp are the same as Zach Wilson. Like that, he looks worse than his backups. And now they also have Matt Patricia. I'm gonna take Mac Jones though. I was not. Yeah, I do think that team could be a mess this year. But I'm still. I went. I went to the Jets Patriots game last year. It was one of Mac Jones' first games. Whatever. I was looking at. He wasn't good. Mac Jones wasn't particularly good. No, he, he was, was on a better bad. team. All right, Jared, it's one yeah, to one. Sucks. Who are you taking? Wait, 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 let, me, let, me answer, let me answer again. My philosophy in general is not to shoot for a guy who can be an average quarterback because you can get one of those guys on the market. You'll pay for him, but you can get a guy like that. If you're drafting a guy second overall, you're shooting for the moon. It doesn't. It usually doesn't work out. I understand that. But because of upside potential, listen, the guy played one year. I'm not going to give up on him after one year with on a terrible team. Um, so I'm definitely, so it's, it's silly to take a guy, the Mac Jones was a rookie last year also, but everyone knows, or everyone thinks even fan, even, you know, diehards of him know that he's not a super high upside guy. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not a Mac Jones guy at all, but looking average to slightly above average as a rookie translates to being it's a good. hall. No, it translates to being a hall of famer. Like it, Mac Jones looks as good as Tom Brady did as a rookie. Now, I'm yeah, not but you need you... a little bit of your own like ability to scout. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to do that. You know what I mean? I'm not just going by numbers. If you go by numbers, we're literally going to pick everyone yeah. in the league. Okay. Besides right, okay. Both. okay, so okay, so two to one. You guys prefer Zach Wilson over both Mac Jones. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. All right, Don't worry. Let, let, those are probably only two. Go on. Okay, let's go out to the AFC North. Lamar Jackson. No. Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah. Come on. No. Okay. No. Desha- yeah. Deshaun Watson. That's an interesting. Weird no, one stop. No, no. no, it's it's no, not no. interesting. It's not. Right. I mean, besides for the obviously the extracurricular things. Okay. No. Well, yeah. but that's part. Mitch Trubisky. Mm. Yeah, I'd rather have Wilson than Zach Wilson. I mean, I think Pickett is probably the best quarterback in the team, but I'll take Wilson. Okay, so Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, whoever you want there. I Gotta take Wilson there. No Harold. Okay. I agree, Wilson. Okay, yeah, so that's, the that's, same for the same reason. The upside is upside. Davis Mills. Same as the Mac Jones thing. That's my answer. So I would take Zach because of that. Yeah, I'll take him over Davis Mills, even though I didn't yeah. take him over Mac yeah. Jones. Obviously, Davis Mills was a third rounder last year. If, if you were ready, think he, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. that's four. Yeah, over, yeah. All right, Matt Ryan. No. You right now? You got For this season? For, the for one season, Matt, I'll take Matt Ryan. Yeah. The, 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 new, the Jets no, right now. If the Jets right. could trade Matt Ryan right. straight up for Zach Wilson, right. would you do it? No. Oh, that's what no. you want. <laughs> no. Well, but that's a silly thing. It's a silly question, but there's a 15 year, there's a 15 year age difference. I'm not, it's not a silly thing. Like 38. I'm saying I would take, I would take Zach Wilson over Matt Ryan. Right. Okay. Right. But But for one year, I would take Ryan, but if there's, but I would not take Zach Wilson over Tua or Mac Jones. So, okay. 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 All right. So, so Matt Ryan, you've been a Mac, you've been a Matt Ryan hater. It's what it's that meme. If there's a thousand Matt Ryan haters, Chester's one. If there's ten Matt Ryan haters, wait, what are you one. talking about? I'm the guy. If who there's Matt one Matt Ryan hater, Alex is one. If there are no Matt Ryan haters, Chester's dead. There is no question Matt Ryan is a Hall of Famer. That's my. I was just going to ask that. I was just going to. I was yeah. just going to go to the Hall of Famer. I'm a Matt, Matt Ryan is, Matt. Yeah, let me see where I have him. Where do you have him as your all-time quarterback? I'm seeing where I have him. Matt Ryan is shockingly high. Nobody. I have him 37th all-time quarterback. What's your Hall of Fame cutoff? I don't have a direct number, but everyone ahead of him is in except Does that mean you have him with Roethlisberger, basically? Yes. Okay. All right. You have him at 37. I have Matt Ryan at 25. 
Wow. That's I think that's too high. I think that's too high. Well, okay, but, but you look at the numbers and I do and I don't take total numbers because then it's stupid. I take relative to era. Me too. Me too, obviously. And yeah, I met Ryan at 25, and everybody above him is in the Hall of Fame or will be in the Hall of Fame, except Philip Rivers, who I mean I assume will be, but you know, he's a, Matt Ryan is a slightly worse version of Philip Rivers. For and, me, and Ken Anderson, of course. For me, the only guys ahead of him I have that that could be but aren't in the Hall of Fame are uh, Randall Cunningham, Ken Anderson, Jack Kemp, okay, and Philip Rivers. But yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I'm not a Matt Ryan hater at all. I don't know what he was talking about. But at this point, for the Jets, I think, look, I was also the one who said at the time when we did Darnold or Kirk Cousins, because Kirk Cousins was a free agent and he chose the Vikings over the Jets, I was saying, if I'm the Jets, I would rather have Sam Darnold than Kirk Cousins. Right. It wasn't the time for Kirk Cousins. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, but, you know, Darnold, obviously, that was before he uh, failed. Okay. So, Matt Ryan, Trevor Lawrence. I went, I trapped. So the same one thing with, pick before Wilson, I would go Trevor Lawrence. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, he had that high pedigree. I think he's more of a sure thing for many reasons. So I think you have to go with Trevor Lawrence. I think mm-hmm. he was better last year. Not much better. Not as much, not as very similar, very similar. Yeah. He, but I think it was a little better. No, uh, I mean, but, there's nothing that happened last year to make Zach Wilson jump Trevor Lawrence. Correct. Correct. All right. Mm-hmm. Akiva, you agree? Yeah, definitely. I, yeah. I mean, I think Lawrence will be good this year without Urban Meyer. Okay. I agree. All right. So we're, we're still at five. Ryan Tannehill. I'll take Tannehill. Hmm. He's much now, younger If you're than saying Ryan, five years of Wilson but, versus five years of Tannehill, you could argue, but for yeah, one Alex, year, we, let's not got, go crazy. Alex, we've gone into a lot of sort of like, you know, fights on the chat about, um, you know, who's, 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 uh, between Tannehill and Derrick right, Henry. Yeah. Right. And I'm a Henry guy, you know, and I stick by that. And I think Tannehill is absolutely, his success is based on the way that they run. I know we've argued about the numbers back and forth. We don't have to do it. The point is I'm not high on Tannehill and there was the age he's at and the ceiling he's at. Would the Jets be a better team this year with Tannehill over Wilson? Almost definitely. Yes. Who would I take a chance on going forward? Zach Wilson. I, I think Ryan Tannehill is, at least is either a replacement or slightly above replacement quarterback. And based on what we're talking about, we're, if we're going for uh, superstardom or someone who has a higher ceiling, then I think we know what Ryan Tannehill is. We don't know what Zach Wilson is. Yeah, I think we're giving too many qualifiers to make us look that bad with this argument. You know what I mean? Like he just wants us to say Zach Wilson's better than everybody, and maybe he'll just pull that out out of context. <laughs> no, no, but- I'm just I'm just <laughs> counting how many. So we're at six so far. All right, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, obviously not. Russell Williams. Uh, Russell Wilson, Wilson, excuse me. I assume obviously no. not, or does someone Old say division. no? No. Yeah. Okay. No, All right. What about Derek Carr? No. 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 I think, he's too I think good. Derek Carr is very good. I think he's. You think Carr is much better than Tannehill? I yes. do. Yes. I do. Yes. Right. He's yes. better. I don't think much. Uh, I mean, he's definitely better. I think yeah, he's definitely he, better. He, you've always loved Tannehill. You loved him on the Dolphins. You love. You've always loved Tannehill. I'm not yeah, saying. I mean, crazy. I think I was right. He ended up being like in a slightly above average quarterback. I think. That's I think impressive. Tannehill tends to be underrated, and Carr tends to be overrated. But yes, maybe. I mean, also, he Tannehill's on a team that runs the ball a lot and Carr's on the team that passes the ball. Okay, the but the bottom line is, all right, so there, out of the 16 quarterback situations in the AFC, you guys would, there's six teams that you would think are worse than the Jets and there's only nine you'd prefer. So that's, you know, th- that's not ideal. When you I mean, a lot of quarterback people would have the Jets year, as, with but, the 30th best quarterback situation. So Wait, Alex, yeah. let me flip that question on you, right? Yeah. What would have had to happen, right, for that number to be different? In other words, we picked the guy, the Jets picked the guy number two overall last year. Unless he had a, a great. No, you, a, sh- you should be much. You should be like fifth, not ninth. Well, based, well, not based on how the history of the NFL works and how uh, rookie quarterbacks play, right? I mean, number two picks are, you know, look. Some of the Jared Goff was was very bad, and then but all Carson Wentz was pretty good. At this point, is there a big difference between them at this stage in their career? Not dramatically. No, but you see my point. Like yeah. we're talking after the rookie season, and usually, as you just made a point about Matt Jones, if you have a pretty solid year like he did, it means you're a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, but so, but, yeah. but you're also but you're also a team in terms of your age and your competitive window overall that it doesn't right. necessarily benefit to having right. a exactly. guy well, that, well, that only. But, that only adds to our point. Yeah. That only adds to our point. Yeah, and, unless, and they have a very young team. Basically, the whole team is based around the last two drafts, for yeah. better or worse. So that adds to our point. So the point is, it, it would have to be that Zach Wilson had this breakout rookie year for us to be gaga over him and picking him over everybody. So it doesn't really prove that much, this exercise. If we did this next year, then I think we'd say a lot more about the situation. Yeah, then you know that's I mean? a much larger sample size. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the defense before. Uh, last year, this isn't like an opinion. Last year, the defense was the worst in the NFL by a large margin. 
And it was in the first year with a defensive minded head coach. So, right. and, and I, and I liked Salah. I thought that I mean, the they had a, were, they had a, like I said, they had an XFL roster. Like there's not yeah. nothing you could have done. The defense last year. So, so I mean, if total mulligan, at- 0% on, on Salah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Zero I percent. Mean, I mean, very little. They very little. What are you gonna do if you don't have NFL cornerbacks? Like, their you know quarter, what I mean? Their you quarterbacks could... were hor- horrible. I mean, horrible. Yeah, we, horrible. we went over it last year. They had they had a second year sixth round pick, an undrafted free agent rookie, another undrafted free agent rookie, and a and a and a, and a second year player who was the fifth round pick. And bless Austin as the five guys competing for rotate for roster spots as the cornerbacks. And That's those guys are like league. barely or not in the league anymore. This now, year, now it's Austin DJ Reed. This so, year, it's DJ Reed, who was a starter last year, Bryce Hall, who was the sixth round pick from last year, who actually became a, like the best guy on the team as the third guy and then the fourth overall pick in the draft that's that's the cornerbacks this year so is it confusing that your cornerbacks are bryce hall and michael carter and your running backs are Bryce hall and michael carter a little, a little bit a little, it's bit. A little <laughs> funny but, we can we can yeah. figure it out yeah <laughs> and so you know what's ironic about the defense right key has been saying this for years now every year the jets suck but the one thing they have is an incredible fatties up front right the guy stopping the run right whether it's Holy Fadikasi or it's uh Sione Puha or who are the other guys like all these guys they have they always have like a Max Harrison is the guy yes, Max Harrison. Harrison right they always have like an all pro 330 pound guy in the middle this year that is probably the weakest spot in their entire defense and maybe that'll help them right maybe they finally learned you're supposed to rush the passer and defend the pass and not worry about stopping the run and that's sort of how the defense is structured this year now that joe douglas sort of made it in his image so to speak because i like rankins and quinn williams well quinn williams again another third overall pick who yeah you know hasn't really gotten to what you know again he hasn't been horrible he's definitely an nfl player an nfl starter for sure but not a star people are hoping he'd be a star if not aaron donald obviously the next level behind him like a perennial pro bowler and he is hasn't been that still very young rankins was terrible for them last year he's had some decent years earlier in his career but he wasn't he was better in new orleans Yes, for yeah, sure. He's old. He he was good. He, right, he's old. Right. No, Quinton Williams is a very good player. Quinn, I I think we're we're being hard on Quinton Williams. He's not a star who's the third pick in the draft. He's a well well above average player yes. who is probably going to be a Pro Bowl level player this year just based on uh you know if he gets slightly I, I, better. I think the key guy on that line is going to be John Franklin Myers. He's a the guy they used both on the inside and the outside last year, but more on the outside. But they've had a real influx of pass rushers this year with the first round pick, uh, Jermaine Johnson. They have like 10 defensive ends. who Right. Who, they have a million, ed- they have a million, quote, edges this year for better, you know, not obviously they're not all great, but a million bodies to throw out there and not a lot of in- interior guys. And I think they're going to move John Franklin Myers inside now. And if he, and he was a good player doing both, if he, can, if, he, if he's big enough and strong enough to hold up inside, I think that can make a difference. The real issue for them is their linebackers and their safeties. That's the real, that's the problem. Well, well Jared, I'll actually turn something around on you. You know how you were saying earlier about, you know, Zach Wilson, the, the, uh, the beat writers are saying not much about him and you're sort of reading between the lines. The beat writers have unanimously said that the defensive line has crushed the offensive line in practice for whatever that worth. And we've said that we think this offensive line should be pretty solid. And right. I think between Lawson and between right, Quinn and Williams, obviously Franklin Myers, their other first round pick that they got, they were very Jermaine Johnson, Jermaine Johnson. They're very excited about. I do think the defensive line has a chance to be very good. I think, as you said, the linebackers are, could be a real weak spot. I don't really know who they have over there. They just, you know, signed Quan Alexander off the scrap heap and they're like, super excited about him uh, right. which is obviously a bad it was a bad sign i mean he was a pro bowler a few years ago but obviously he's had a lot of injuries and everything like that but yes it's a they have mosley let's remind everyone they still do yeah, have but mosley is you know three years removed from one good game i it's, think he's still right but i think he's still no i think he's still a good player you don't think okay. mosley's still a good player he's okay and they have uh, williams and, yeah quince williams have, quinnon's brother they have some players but, but it's weak it's a weak spot for sure it's it's better than last it's better than last year but it's not good and safety, like you said, I think is a is a is a problem spot as well. Right, right. I mean, they lost Marcus May and Jamal Adams in back to back seasons. So you know, I mean, they added Jordan Whitehead though, right? Right. So yeah, he's Jordan more Whitehead of a run. Is it? Is it is, yeah. He's more of a box guy, a run stopper. Which, by the way, we we said they needed. So I mean, that 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 does help. But, you know, they, they've sort of built the team with these very light. I know most of the league is doing this, but they build the team specifically with these very light. Um, you know, uh, linebackers who are coverage guys. So you're not getting like your old school Bart Scott's like stopping the run, filling the gaps and things like that. And 
so Harold, you were saying that the beat writers are saying like the defensive line is killing. Weren't you reading more that that was like the edge guys killing than like on the interior, or you were, it was the interior? I was I was reading it as both, but maybe maybe you read it as only. Edge. I do think you're going to be able to run on. I I think you're going to be able to run on the team, which I don't even think it's the end of the world. Right, right. Um, right. like let, let teams run, and you know, right. apparently, apparently, Ashton Davis was their thir- it was a, a, a very athletic safety they got in the third round. Uh, three years ago apparently like guys have done like studies on him and they said like the angles he's taking on some of these like runs or like plays have cost them like 0.6 yards a rush or something on the season like how bad he was like in other words he was turning That's like what it, when you're five and 12 you start looking i guess i guess but whatever i mean the point is they replaced safeties uh, oh, but he was a starter, but he was a starter. That's the point. Yeah. So now he's not. And yeah. I'm saying maybe if they replace him and, you know, sometimes little things on the margins, especially in football, you know, everybody plays off everybody else. You know what I mean? So like if this one guy is like screwing up the whole lineup by like making this critical mistake, you know, and like it's affecting everybody down the line. So you never know. I mean, again, this is obviously the optimistic way of looking at things, but that is a way that could be. And, you know, maybe something like, you know, a schmuck like Ashton Davis, not screwing up his assignment and costing the hope and then the other guy picks it whatever you know what i mean so there is again there's hope there's always you know you know hope springs eternal as we say in baseball and with football i think it's sort of the one that you're you're most uh liable to fall prey to at least i have always been that way i think i said that last year also like i'm not one who's like saying oh the knicks are going to be great this year you know every year when they suck i don't do that and i'm not saying the jets are going to be great either but there's always like elements of hope because the younger guys could could be a real thing right away and in theory like a quarterback which is such an important part of the team could make a big jump and there's all these things that could happen that what are you going to do say oh they're going to suck and go and win three games you know i'm not putting my money where my mouth is but there is legitimate hope i think behind the team to be an a competitive team to be a comp- that's all I'm saying to be a competitive team, but the, but I don't know if we're going to get to this now. I'm doing the schedule is a big problem, so that mm. that might put a, a, a little the schedule, nice the little segue there. there. Keith, can right, we play exactly. some schedule game? There you go. Let's do this. Let's do the schedule game because oh, okay. last year they had a joke schedule, but the team was a joke. Well, so I just want to cite a little statistic here before we jump into the schedule game. This is uh how many teams every team has won against their division in the last two years. Okay. Do you guys want to guess? Nobody's undefeated. Do you want to guess the, the only team in the league that's gone 11 and one against the division in the last two years? Probably the Bills. Indeed. Yeah. Good job by Harold. All right. Then with 10 wins. Kiva. The Kiva. Yeah. Oh, that was a Kiva. Sorry. Oh, I would have guessed that too. That's well, my just, guess is the Jets have like, to the Jets thing. What's the stat? Are they okay, they have right. like three wins All against right, so the division? 10 wins. Like and we got New Orleans and Tennessee. And we scroll down nine. Kansas City, Green Bay, Tampa, Pittsburgh, Dallas. Right, just Minnesota. go to the bottom. You can no, go to the bottom and spare Only two wins in the division the last two years. For the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Denver Broncos, that's very bad. Two and ten. Then we get to one and eleven. Uh, it, it's mm. it, it's it's a it's a nil set. Uh, nobody went one and eleven. And then we get to zero and twelve. The Jets have not won a single game in their division in the last two years. Is that bad? Are you supposed to win those games? Yeah. But listen, they were they beat they beat the AFC champions. Is that wrong? Eagles last year. Yeah, I mean, listen, you take those six losses out, and the Jets are still way under five hundred. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Yeah, it's been bad. It's been rough. All right. So let, let, let's see if you can improve on that a little bit. Yeah, listen, you beat the team who beat everybody else. So you're basically the best team in the AFC. I All haven't right. shut my mouth. You guys handle the schedule. Week one. No, no. We, we got to have – it's a majority. You, we need two votes to advance. Week one, at home against Baltimore. Oh, that's a loss. Loss. Okay. Loss. All right. C- consensus. 0-1. Okay, rough start. Week two at Cleveland. So this is a hard one because right. there's a chance – who knows? We talked about can- this before you came on. We think Deshaun will play because it, it'll still be – battling in court so we actually think he's going to play this game yeah what do you think I about that Alex? i don't think so he I would, would have to gonna... get an emergency injunction because like the ruling the ruling from the goodell's buddy right is going to come before the season correct and then yeah and then go, he's the, gonna then yeah, he's gonna, gonna go, federal go court straight and get to what so he, he'd have to get an injunction to delay whatever the suspension that that guy gives yeah that's what i think is gonna happen i just don't i mean it's in the cba i don't understand how what, what legal case there is i i don't see i don't see it well, if he doesn't play, I think they beat the Browns. Yeah, I'll do win if he doesn't play and loss if he does play. All right. Well, we, we need. We I mean, need, whatever. We need to make the a choice here. Yeah. No, give give me a win or a loss. Okay, we'll go win. We'll go. I'll win. say win. Going to Cleveland and beat the Browns. All right. Come home to face Jacoby Cincinnati. Brissette. You beat them last year. Why can't you beat Cincinnati again? Because they're yeah. not going to beat Cincinnati you again. Can't. They're not. Gonna, they're not <laughs> going to sleep on the Justice here. I one and two at Pittsburgh. Mitch Trubisky. Worse than Zach Wilson. I'll uh, say if loss. that was. If that was home, I think they might win, but on the road, they're not going to win. That's a okay, if it was pickleball, you might win because apparently it's easy to beat uh, the the Steelers in pickleball. All right, so one and three, come home to face Miami. Can you get your first division win in three years? 
I always say they're going to be Miami. But this is probably the easiest one, right? Yeah, so I think. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to give them a win. I'm going to say they're going to beat Miami at home. Okay, so two and three, big win. You're going at Green Bay. They're going to lose. Oh, that's tough. Two and I'll four. I'll say lost at Green Bay. At Denver. Denver. They're going to lose. Two and five. At home against New England. 12 straight losses. Can you get a winning streak win. going? Win. Oh, yeah. Let's say win. Wow, look at that. Now, the last time they played, they lost, what, like four, 54 to six or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that was, uh, road, that, was, that was on the road, though. At home. That was on the road. At home. The truth is, the home game was sort of weirdly competitive. It was no, 25 6. Game, it was no. like. No, the home game was, it was 25 was, to six. It was a disaster. The home game was a disaster. They couldn't move the ball. The whole game was horrible. Well, I love how 25 to six is a close game for the Jets. For the Jets. It was. I mean, yeah, they turned the ball over four times. Mac Jones did the game. That's what, that's what we, that's what our takeaway was. All right. Okay. So you're two and six, but the important thing is you're two and oh in the division. So you're facing the bills. No, we're three and no, 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 no. You beat Miami. We been beating, uh... you beat Miami. You beat New England. You're two and, and they beat the Cleveland. Division. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. You're three and five. Three By the way, five. I forgot. We start. We just talked about the Ravens start with AFC East. The Jets start with the entire AFC North. I forgot. Yeah, that is funny. Yeah, you go every team in the, in the AFC North, knock it out. All right, okay, so you're three and five. Probably not tied with the Bills atop the division, but you're undefeated in the division, and you can get the division sweep before the bye. <laughs> Week nine at home <laughs> against the Bills. No, that's a loss. That's that a is loss. a loss. <laughs> okay. Jared? Loss. Okay, three and six. Season's not over. You have a bye of two weeks to prepare. Listen, everybody says you can't give Robert Salah two weeks. That's Two weeks right. Can you get a season sweep of the Patriots? No, no, no. Okay. Three and seven. Uh, the season is uh, falling apart a little bit, but you get the Bears at home. I think that's a win. Got to give them a win there. Yeah, Bears think. Obviously, okay. the Bear, every Bear fan will give them a win over the Jets. Sure, but what are we yeah. do, okay. right? four, four and seven. You go to Minnesota. Lost. I'm very annoyed. The Vikings are playing the Giants and the Jets both, but they're both at home. Because my kids oh, have been yeah, begging tough. me to take them to another game. And yeah. all right, okay. Yeah. So, Do they know that their dad is rich? He could just fly them to Minnesota. Or no? <laughs> well, I mean, their dad's <laughs> podcast co-host. You mean plenty of money? All right, four and eight. And why they can't ask Grandpa Uncle uh, Grandpa Jerry or whatever? The, the fly biggest him out to issue. Minnesota. Forgetting about the cost. The biggest issue is if I take one or two, I have to take yeah, all the top three. That's tricky. So well, should have thought of that before you had six. Jerry could handle that. Jerry could handle that action. Yeah, yeah but also, but PJ, I get, get but the I PJ. can't go to Minnesota because you can't make it in time for Shabbos. Like the, a game starts at noon on Sunday. I don't want to leave at five in the morning. Yeah, so you'd have to go yeah. for the weekend. Then you're splitting up the family. And it's yeah, it's not possible. All right. Um, yeah, not maybe. Happy. No, maybe they'll be flexed to Monday night and then you'll get lucky. Doubtful. A week Doubtful. 13 Jets. <laughs> first of all, they don't flex. <laughs> you can flex no, to Monday night now, yeah. I believe. Not in week 13. I thought it's next year. All right. Anyway, so for next year. Four and eight. To, to, to have now we're going to get in a little run. We're going to get in a little a chance run. to get above 500 to stay for a chance of being above 500 for the season. Go to Buffalo. They're not not yet. Not a run yet. No, no. <laughs> no. Okay. no, that's not a run. Okay. Four and nine, a losing season guaranteed. You face the Lions at home. That's okay. a win. Yeah, we'll give them a win against the Lions, win against the All right, Jaguars. Five and nine, then Thursday night football against Jacksonville. That's another one. Six and nine. Mm-hmm. All your work is hurting your, your of course, of course, of course, we're making them beat all the other like bad teams. All right, go to see, go to Seattle on New Year's. Nine days. Seattle of sucks too. I mean, you know how how crazy you guys want to go. You know, our <laughs> right, seven and nine. Is that what you're saying? No, I'll right. say, yeah, I'll, yeah. Say seven, I'll say win against. I'll Seattle. say win in Seattle. All right, so three straight wins, Again, and then I have a loss against Miami. Destroying your 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 draft spot. You drop in the third pick to like the eighth pick. Okay, we're coming for Kirk Cousins in right, the offseason. Seven and nine, and then uh, at home against. I mean, in Miami to end the season. I have a loss. Loss. All right. So uh, seven and ten. Right. That's not so crazy. I mean, it's over their win uh, yeah, total. Yeah, the, the win total is five and a half. So that would be a great season. Yeah, it's tough because like we really made them win all the games against the other bad teams, and we yeah, still yeah. only ended up with seven wins. A- a- and, and wins over Miami. for and, and tough wins over unless Miami you're New England, who don't. Yeah. Unless you're going to start teams. beating Buffalo and Baltimore, like there's not a lot of margin yeah. for error in the schedule. Yeah, like how like how is this team supposed to be over five? Like seriously, mm-hmm. even if like going back on myself, even if all the things I said go to plan, right? All these rookies are good, and all these second year guys blossom. How could they even be over five hundred? Like they can't yet, you know. They like can't. no, yeah, they can't. They, they, this is even, a man. Nobody says they can. E- even no, I, who usually is the most optimistic of the bunch, I, I don't see a way. Their schedule is very difficult. I, like I said, if they're in the NFC, maybe we can dream. Uh, the NFC is much weaker, and, and Chester's going to argue, no, it's not. It's not. It, no, it, no, it no, of course it is. Of course it is. NFC is much weaker. If they were in the that? NFC, I think they have a shot. Is the Vikings in the NFC? No, I'm benefiting from that. I think the NFC is much weaker. I think yeah. if they're in the NFC, they have a shot. But in the AFC, they have no shot at the playoffs. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.